Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. All right, let's get going. I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. So thanks for joining us on this edition of the podcast. Today, uh, I am just very excited about uh, this podcast because we have a special guest who's a good friend of mine, Pastor Michael Echelkamp. And um, well, let's just, let's, uh, why don't we put Michael up here? Michael, say hi to the people. Hey, hi to the people. All right, there we go. So uh, <laughs> Lent, the season of Lent is coming up soon. And um, so uh, Pastor Michael is the person who, in my opinion, well, not just my opinion, it's the reality, knows more about the English language than anybody else in the world. Mm. And he knows more about every other language, I think, than everybody else in the world. <laughs> just prior to getting on here, he was giving me some words. I don't even know what he was saying, but uh, I never even heard him before. What, what were these words you were telling me? Uh, sesquipedalian. What uh, in the world is that? That is somebody who uses big words when they don't have to. I <laughs> am a sesquipedalian. <laughs> Okay. That's how you use that word in a sentence, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, Jeff, it's more not so much I know about everything about the English language. It's just I, I'm fascinated with words and their meaning and how they shift and change over the centuries. Yeah. And, it, and it, I'm just so blessed. I wish I could retain like one one hundredth of what you tell me, but it, I'm just so blessed to have you in my life. So anyway... Um, all right, let's so let's dig into this because we only got so much time here. So yep. Lent, we're coming into the season of Lent. So tell me about Lent. What does that word mean? Where does it come from? Tell me what you know about it. Well, I do know if we got rent, rid of Lent, uh, we'd be unrelenting. So uh, I had to have at least one pun to kick us off today. I did my part. Okay. I, I did okay. my part. So uh, Lent has a really cool history. Um, the history of Lent itself actually comes from a Dutch word. Uh, uh, Linton, uh, and it, it, it has the, the concept of spring. And so it's the time of spring when, when we begin to see, we turn the corner of darkness into the time of light. Um, and so it has the, the semblance of something's about to happen. Mm. Um, it got it, it, it really became a part of the liturgical calendar. Uh, what we call the pericopes, pericopy, around the, those readings around the church here and those seasons, uh, right after the uh, Council of Nicaea, um, it, it became kind of the norm of what uh, Christ, Christendom would be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and at that time, there was a very uh, formal process, uh, um, high invitation, high challenge kind of a process to become a part of the church. Um, mm -hmm. and, and they they celebrated 40 days of fasting. Thus, Jesus, 40 days in the wilderness, 40, uh, uh, 40 years in the wilderness for God's people. Um, just that symbol of, hey, this is a really, really important type of thing. So the quagrogismia, which There's is another word, Jeez. the number for 40. Uh, the the uh, 40 days of purposeful remembering why we do what we do, because the mm. season of darkness is going to become a season of light at the day of resurrection. Mm. And so that's mm. really the, the history behind that, that whole Lenten journey. And, and the fasting portion wasn't you didn't eat or drink for 40 days. It was generally you skipped a meal. Mm, okay. You you missed one meal a day. And, and for 
a couple of centuries, it was known that you would take the money you would spend on a meal and you would give it to a neighbor who was poor. You mm -hmm. would, or, or you'd provide a meal for the poor, that act mm -hmm. of charity on Christian's part. Yeah. So it's kind of like the fasting uh, Muslims do in Ramadan in the sense that they don't fast for the whole month, but they fast from sunup to sundown and then they pig out at sundown kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but when only we, one meal, only yeah. one meal. And when we get hungry, mm -hmm. it makes us think about um, how blessed we are as we mm -hmm. think about folks who, who go hungry on a regular basis. It's not a have to thing. It's a get to thing. Right. When mm -hmm. the word changed from Lent to Lenten, it actually the word Lenten in the Latin refers to meager. And so Lenten pie would be pie without meat. It was meager. Mm. It was smaller in that type of thing. So okay. that's how we get the you don't eat meat on a Friday type of thing oh. in, su in some circles. Yeah. Okay. So another big word in Lent uh, is repentance. Mm -hmm. Take us through that. Yeah. Repentance uh, uh, comes from a Greek word for metanoia. Noia like in knowledge. Meta, which means a way through or a way around. So it's a transformation. It's a it's a pathway through. So uh, I envision metanoia as my mind is making this U-turn. It's going mm. one direction and now comes back to a, a different direction. And so mm. metanoia has that concept of, hmm, I used to think I had to earn God's grace. Mm -hmm. And God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, changes my mind to recognize God gives that to me as a gift. So my life begins, becomes a get to do, not a have to do. It's a, it's a change of the way I think, the way I feel, and the way I live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, and the word penance is pretty similar to repentance, but mm -hmm. what's, there's got to be differences there, right? What's, there is. The actual word for penance is the, when it's translated in the Vulgate, the Latin translation of the New Testament, is the word for ponder. And so penance is actually closer to the word penitentiary. Mm. Um, and a penitentiary is a place where you are forced to ponder your behavior, ponder mm. the meaning and the purpose of, of your life and those types of things. Um, mm. When it's used over into the Greek, it means to hold a stone in your hand. We get the phrase, it's a weighty issue. Mm. Um, and so that's where that term penance comes from. Now, the church used that as an opportunity in a way that dishonors God's name and God's love by saying, mm. if you do penance, God will reduce the number of years you spend in a place that was made up called purgatory. Mm -hmm. um, if you do penance, then you're going to get God's love. Instead, the understanding through penance, we weigh the end result of our behavior hurts God's heart hurts our heart, hurts the hearts of others, we ponder that and we repent to say, God, your ways are better than mine. Mm -hmm. um, so the heartbeat of Lent is truly pondering repentance. So really penance understood the way from its derivation as pondering is very helpful. The way it kind of evolved in the church uh, became not, uh, not only not helpful, but, but opposed to what Christ has, which he's paid the full payment for our sins. And we don't have to do things to try to 
make yep. up for all that. I would, I would say it's even evil because mm, what okay. we're saying is that by our actions, we can purchase mm. what God gave as a free gift, Right. which right. is why Jesus has overturned money tables in the Bible. People mm. are taking advantage of the gift of the free gift of God's forgiveness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, let's move on to Holy Week uh, a little bit mm -hmm. and the word Monday. Tell me about Monday. Cause I, yeah. I always thought it was Monday, Thursday, um, yeah. but apparently it's not Monday, Thursday. It's Monday, Thursday. Well, I'm going to go to a great hymn of the faith um, to, to describe this. And it goes like this. Monday, Monday. That, that's <laughs> not not all of our your listeners. Will. Not all the churches use that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> but, but Monday uh, is a, a term from Mundus. And Mundus is, uh, Jesus said, I give you a new commandment. Mm. I give you a new commandment. And that new commandment is love one another. Mm. Um, so Monday, Thursday is the day when Jesus reminded his disciples, which is also in the Old Testament, the command of God to love God and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Of course, the new commandment is the newness isn't in that's a brand new commandment. It said on this night, Jesus is going to display what does it look like to love one another? Mm -hmm. And that's that's washing feet. Mm -hmm. That's not seating, seat, being seated at the head of the table, but being invited to the table, period. It's mm -hmm. the heartbeat of serving rather than the goal of other people serving you. So on that night of Monday, Monday, Thursday, um, Jesus is setting an example for his disciple. He's the, the master at the feast, but he takes on the lowest place. The lowest servant is wiping the dirt and, um, and dung and everything else off the feet of the people uh, who had traveled to the meal. Um, he is refreshing them while he is being served, which, of course, is going to point to Good Friday, um, when he's going to do the ultimate service and mm -hmm. become the ultimate servant on our behalf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's appropriate then on that same night, Monday, Thursday, when we celebrate the Lord's Supper, mm -hmm. one of the words that's used to describe that meal is so beautiful. It's so rich. And that's the word Eucharist. Mm -hmm. Eucharist. Mm -hmm. AU, means, yeah. AU means good. Charis charism, grace. Mm -hmm. This is good grace. So when the Lord's Supper is celebrated, we are we we come with a open mouth and an open hand and an open heart and an open life, and we're receiving God's good grace because mm -hmm. of the because of God's heart for us. And so that Monday Thursday service is a time to remember that the one who should, be the one who has served, chose to serve us. And our life is modeled by we serve our Savior by loving our neighbor and serving our neighbor. Yeah, it's such a writ to me, that service. Well, the whole uh, services of Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, mm -hmm. just such a rich, rich um, series of services, really one service yeah. all put together. Uh, we celebrate the Paschal Lamb, right? Mm -hmm. yep. um, tell, where does that word Paschal, what is that? Well, well, Paschal comes from the word for suffering. 
Okay. So behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Mm -hmm. um, and there's some rich, beautiful hymns with that term Paschal in it. But it's a reminder that the high priest becomes the Lamb, mm -hmm. the sacrifice who was offered on behalf of the people. So in mm -hmm. Jesus, you have high priest, you have sacrifice, and you have God's people being brought together. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, liturgical, rich liturgical churches will light a paschal candle that is lit at the beginning of uh, Jesus's ministry on earth, his, his birth, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it will be lit in the church until Ascension Day. Mm -hmm. um, and then on Good Friday, there will be uh, this tradition called the closing of the book, mm -hmm. the extinguishing of the candle. That candle is extinguished, but it's lit again on, on Easter On Day. Easter Sunday, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. the fact that he came to suffer and to die, but we also have to remind people he came to rise again. And because mm -hmm. he's risen, we too, our light will shine uh, as well. Right. That right. three that three service history um, of Easter week is called the triidium, mm -hmm. um, the, the 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 three things. Um, that was my alarm telling me to start wrapping it up. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the triidium talks about Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and then East, and then Holy Saturday. Uh -huh. And Holy Saturday is when the church used to celebrate cross uh, going through the through the red sea mm -hmm. um and then into sunday that 40 days of fasting there would be a great baptism on easter sunday mm -hmm. yeah the easter often i think at the easter vigil right as they enter into sunday morning the darkness goes away the candle comes back in just a lot of just yeah. uh, wonderful wonderful imagery in the in the liturgy of the church as you yep. get holy week it's just yeah it's just beautiful and, and yeah. i think and think today churches of of of, that are more uh, liturgical and churches that are less liturgical can grasp onto these beautiful, rich images and find ways mm -hmm. uh, with the gifts God's given them to, to celebrate and to ponder and also to celebrate. Right, right. Well, Pastor Michael Echocamp, thank you for joining us as uh, we get ready for the season of Lent. Uh, Lent is a, a great blessing to us as Christians, and we have uh, hopefully we recover some of these traditions. We begin on Ash Wednesday with the ashes and go all the way through to Easter. We put away the alleluias during the season of Lent and don't sing alleluia. Uh, but then we pull them back out on Easter morning and so many Easter hymns have these, these wonderful alleluia choruses that happen on Easter morning. So um, anyway, thanks for uh, joining us and uh, giving us an insight as we begin the season of Lent today. My joy to be with you and my joy to be your brother. All right. Thanks. Well, that's what we got for you today. Uh, we want to encourage you to write us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. Let us know uh, how you grew in faith by listening to this episode, how you were encouraged by it, perhaps other words you would have liked us to talk about, maybe. Also, let us know some other topics that you'd like to hear about as we enter the season of Lent or uh, things going on in culture, whatever it might be. Remember that those who hope in the Lord will fly on wings like eagles, and we trust in God's promise because we know that God is always, always faithful. Thanks for listening.